Welcome, Modern Talkers. This is Modern Talk, reporting live 15 weeks ago. Everything is a little bit weird, right? <laughs> uh, my hair, I guess it's not a reporter's hair, so I probably shouldn't have kind of did that. Um, but that just came to me right now. And uh, I missed you guys. Uh, it hasn't been, it's been one more day than a week, which is I usually do it every week on the dot. Um, but I went to visit Pete. Why did I do that? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I should have wrote that down. Um, the, the whole reason we went, I went, uh, was because I got to see Anthony LaBianca, who was on the podcast, um, the most recent guest on the podcast. Uh, he did a one-man show, and it was interactive show, too, and he was fantastic, of course, and, uh, and so I wanted to see it and support him but it was in Lynchburg, Virginia, which is five hours from where I am in Myrtle Beach. And uh, and so I was like, well, let's just make this a long weekend at Pete's. And uh, I think I was there five days, so it was a really long weekend. Uh, some people would call that a week. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was really great. Uh, and I'm doing this out of order that I wanted to, but who cares, like, this is what it is. Um, I feel like I wrote down stuff for this, no? I thought I did, guys. Oh, I did, here we go. Hello. <laughs> um, so it was, you know, one man plays could be intimidating, I think, because it's so much of just one person, you know? It's like a podcast, but you can't shut it off if you don't like it. Um, like, I think they have the stigmatism of like, oh, it's so emotional and it's all about this one person and, it's, you know, it's all about their perspective and stuff and that's what the podcast is. And, you know, always take one person's perspective as a grain of salt, um, with a grain of salt, not as a grain of salt. Uh, and, uh, but this one was so good. Uh, and I, I assume most of them actually are good but maybe just at first there was the cynicism because we didn't figure out what the medium was yet. Um, so like one man shows were like, uh, this guy I kind of know invited me to his one man show, uh, you know, but now it's um, probably more, and he didn't write it, but it was, uh, it was like a, f a famous one man show thing. And it's, uh, it's about, um, it's about this guy that says, that makes a list of a thousand things that, uh, oh, what's the verbiage exactly? Oh, um, he has a suicidal mother. And uh, so he, he started the list to make a, like a thousand reason, reasons to not die or to not kill yourself. And um, if you guys know, the true modern talkers know that um, if you listen to his episode, that his dad committed suicide. So uh, it was extra, I'm sure, personal to him. And 
I would love to get him back on the podcast and talk about that whole thing. Um, I mean, I think he could have his own podcast and it would be phenomenal. Um, he doesn't need me, but uh, <laughs> it just seems like anytime you talk to him, it's just like a beautiful revelation and so informative and full of energy and life. Um, uh, but it was funny. I know it doesn't sound funny, but it was funny and touching. And so at the beginning of the, or before the play starts, he went around and gave people um, numbers. And under the numbers, it said um, something. So mine was spaghetti bolognese. And I said it wrong there and during the play. Uh, I don't know how to say it. I looked it up and it just, it doesn't click with me. I don't know why I'm Italian, I should know. But, um, Bolognese, Bolognese, Bolognese. It's just Bolognese. But I want to put that G in there. I don't know why. I don't say Laglagna, lasagna. But um, is what I was trying to say. Or not not what I was trying to say, but what Laglagna <laughs> should be with the G or whatever. Um, but real Gs move in silence like Laglagna. <laughs> uh, and I cried, of course. Of course. I cried four times because um, it was beautiful. Uh, oh, so the the pieces of paper um, that you got with the number on it, uh, he says he says the number, and then you say what's on your little piece of paper. So one of the reasons for living is spaghetti bolognese, uh, and so I got to say that, and I stole the show. Everyone said so. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, um, <laughs> we were in the front row. Uh, cause we were there first cause you know how we roll and, um, <laughs> I don't know what that even means, but, uh, I do like to be early to stuff if I can. Um, so we were in the front row and so I could notice like everything about him. Um, like I'm close to him so I could notice more like little details and I didn't know for sure or not, but I just pretended that every little thing was on purpose and that kind of made it more special and beautiful. Um, so the first thing I noticed, I think, was uh, he had a green turtleneck on and um, there was a white piece of fuzz like right on his sternum, I don't know if right here. Um, and uh, my instinct was to like, you know, reach out and grab it or something, which I never would have actually done. But um, if this was like, if we were just friends hanging out, I'd be like, hey, do you mind if I just grab this for you? Um, but I pretended that it was there on purpose and it like had a purpose and it was part of the character. Um, and then uh, he, <laughs> he had jeans on and they were, one was cuffed up twice, meaning like it was folded in twice and one was only folded up once and that, you know, in real life, I would say, oh, that's a mistake. It fell when he, this, the, the one cuff fell when he was running out the stairs or something. And, uh, but this is like, well, is that, you know, part of the character? Um, and maybe it was, uh, and there's something else that, oh, um, that I, a little thing that I noticed was, um, he had really long nails. I don't know if that was because he was, busy memorizing an hour long one man play uh, with a stupid amount of numbers in it because uh, 
he would he would do his lines regular not regular like he'd do lines and then it'd be after the line would be like 276 and then someone would say their thing and you have to say the right number because the person doesn't know it it's their number unless it's the right number at the right time so it was an incredible feat i don't know how long he worked on it i know he's like extra ordinary about um memorizing things but uh still that's like a herculean herculean effort um and a really incredible uh so i wanted to the first thing i wanted to do was acknowledge that i have um man bun in i don't know how much you could tell uh from just me looking straight on um i just wanted to switch it up uh i wore the main reason is really kind of weird and stupid i hesitate to even like bring it up because it's like so uninteresting but um i'm worried I, I sometimes i wear this um i don't even know what it's called it's not like a moose per se but it's like some sort of thing i put on my hand and the hands and then put in my hair to make it more curly and uh and i was doing that a lot since i was at Pete's and I had stuff to do it for, like the play. So I didn't want to put it on again for this because I'm worried about hair health. I don't know if that's, if that the thing that I put in is even bad for my hair, but I'm worried that it is. So I don't want to put it in too much. Usually I do it like twice a week um, ish, you know, depending. Um, so I didn't want to do it again. And, uh, but I didn't want to wear a hat either. So uh, I did this and I know it's dangerous because people look at my hairline and sometimes they get vertigo because it's like up and down and to the side and you know, it gets, it gets pretty dizzying. Um, so I don't like to do it a lot. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's always been like this and it's just funny looking. Um, and you know, it's what it is. Um, as long as it's not like super receding, I'm cool with it. Uh, I'm just glad I have a hairline, I guess, um, and nice hair in general. Um, there's something, oh, uh, I'm wearing like this kind of beachy, I don't know how much you could see, uh, shirt. Um, cause it's, it's December 8th, I believe-ish, and, um, <laughs> and it's 70 degrees, so I'm... Like, okay, it's summer, fine, it's summer. And now I'm wearing this. And also this is kind of like keeps it cooler because it's like, there's no hair in my neck. Um, and I forgot how how heavy um, buns are because it's just always like evenly dispersed down. Also, I don't think I've done a bun since I got the big cut. Um, Cause I thought, the bun was too small. I think small man buns looks really stupid. Um, like it has to be proportional to your head and stuff. And I have a big head, so I can't have a small bun, <laughs> excuse me. Um, and I, even this is too small in my opinion, but um, you know, just trying it out. Uh, so, so last week, I think the day of my podcast last week, I did, um, 
I went to uh, dinner with my Myrtle family and um, and it was awesome and and it was the you know eight of us maybe more doesn't matter but it was a lot of us at this uh, big table and um, it was just nice like being with your family is nice and it's not my family but it is and um, uh, and I had this I had this thought I, I saw this woman and she looked like a walking corpse like she just looked so bad um, and like just deep black circles under her eyes and um, I was like oh man that's so sad uh, and then and then I had the thought like are we all eventually gonna look like that I guess um, and then uh, I looked around and I just had this acute awareness that we're all gonna die <laughs> which is insane um, and like we're in this brand new built restaurant and I was like this restaurant even though it's brand new is gonna be dust one day isn't that insane um, and I just had this just kept thinking like we're all just walking ticking time bombs and we're gonna die eventually and it's like the human curse like we're just born to die that's insane to me uh, and we all know this but we just like sweep it under the rug um, and if I was more mentally unstable I think I would have had a panic attack um, you know shout out to my therapist thank you uh, but um, it wasn't like super sad it was just like ah that's thanks you know because um, it's not like you were going I was going through it alone but um, it's kind of beautiful in a way if you think about it like there's gonna be new people soon and you know like for instance the um, my sister uh, was uh, is pregnant uh, was pregnant at the time and then like two days ago she had the baby and even that person is gonna die which is crazy um, <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah um, that's insane but it, it but the beautiful thing is like we keep going and we progress as uh, on the backs of our ancestors and um, stuff like that and uh, you know I don't even, you know, I, 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 my dad was upset that I didn't bring up God recently in one of my things, but I just think that's too, um, not divisive, I guess divisive, but, um, unnecessarily excluding people. Um, and I think it's appropriate to talk about God and, you know, that stuff, uh, sometimes where 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 its place is and stuff but um but i just thought about like you know and we all don't really die because you know afterlife and stuff but uh i don't know i i don't need i don't feel like i need to push my beliefs about god that much i don't know i know that's wrong or whatever but um, that's just how I feel about it, I guess. 
something that I was I was driving <laughs> so yesterday was crazy because so I have I have this engagement um, and by engagement I don't know why I said it like that but um, I have this live show that I help with like behind the scenes stuff uh, that I get paid for and stuff the, um, that obviously I need to be there for because it's live um, and uh, on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. and uh, and Anthony's thing was at 7 p.m. on Tuesday so um, I knew it was gonna be tough and he only had two shows and they were both on Tuesdays at the same time so I was like this is gonna be tough but we're gonna make it happen so um, I woke up at 4 a.m. to get here uh, on time and I did thankfully um, but uh, what did I bring that up for oh so in the beginning of the of the drive back it was obviously dark it's crap and it was raining which is perfect I love that um, <laughs> dark and rainy driving is the best um, but I when I was for some reason when I was driving I just said like a mantra thing that I said um, for a while and then I just you know you just stop doing it you think of other things and other things take your the, its place and blah 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 but uh, one thing came to me was this too like that's a mantra that um, helps me that like with quote-unquote bad things it's uh, like this is it too this is life um, you know accept it I always talk about acceptance but um, appreciate it for what it is too even if it's not uh, stereotypically a great thing <laughs> um, it, hel it helps with presence in the face of adversity I think mostly um, so yeah uh, I love that um, I love that I had that thought I'm very proud of myself um, but uh, I don't want to toot my own horn too much but um, we also while I was at Pete's, we had this um, gingerbread house uh, making contest because they had a Christmas party and it had to be an ugly gingerbread house. So I made one that I thought was pretty ugly. Everyone got like a similar build, like the walls and stuff. And then there are colors that you could do for it. And uh, um, so it was really tough to make like a gingerbread house that was like oh that's good but also like that's ugly you know so then they were doing a contest for it so whoever had the ugliest was gonna win and so I thought the ugliest thing to do would be to make it look structurally sound but not practical so that's what I did and um, and then also uh, only one color and it was green like I think that's besides brown but it's already brown um, the gingerbread was brown uh, so I thought green was the ugliest color so it was all green uh, everything besides the gingerbread and then and then on top of it in the green icing I put I wrote poo <laughs> so I, that was my idea of the ugliest thing uh, and I didn't even place there were three people who got a ribbon thing and I didn't even place which I disagree with they, they the other people did have ugly ones but I think I should have at least placed. Um, anyway, uh, so I, yeah, I just 
try an under ugly gingerbread house and i know it's probably march by now if you're watching this but um it's never too late to to do an ugly gingerbread house uh <clears throat> oh my gosh <laughs> somehow uh it the stars lined up that they were doing a christmas parade in lynchburg where we were with pete and his his church was putting on a parade and he signed me up for to be in the parade <laughs> um like a half an hour before i got there and uh and i was like yeah whatever and it was during the pittsburgh Steelers game and um i was like yeah as long as it doesn't interfere with the pittsburgh Steelers game too much he's like yeah it might a decent amount like it might do half my overlap half the game and I was like oh, okay you know but you know how often are you in a parade you know almost never so uh, I'll I'll just watch the highlights later or whatever but I ended up being able to watch it on my phone as we were waiting to do the parade so I got the best of both worlds and uh, they dressed me up as a gladiator and the gladiator had a skirt uh, and when I got there, I was wearing jeans because they didn't tell me anything that I should do or bring. Uh, so they're, <laughs> they gave me the skirt to wear. So I was like, okay. So then I went in the bathroom and put it on and I looked banging, of course. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so I just had my undies under on, under my skirt. You know, girls do that all the time. They wear, I had boxer briefs or whatever. And uh, yeah, the tight ones, what is that? Boxer briefs, right? No, no, no. Yeah, right? Doesn't matter, you know what I mean. Um, and girls have like freaking thongs under there. So, someone trying to break in, bro? All right. Okay, I think I figured it out. No one was breaking in as far as I could tell. Uh, <laughs> so, I had my undies on um, and girls have on thongs. So I thought I was, you know, that was appropriate. And um, and we were getting in, we we're all getting into this van together to go to the parade uh, where the parade starts. And uh, I never got into a van, I don't think before with the skirt on, um, <laughs> but um, I was like, okay guys, be careful. Don't look at, don't look up my skirt unless you want to, you know, I don't care. Um, and big laugh, you know, uh, and then, uh, and then we got in and I don't know if anyone stuck a peek. I don't care. Um, like, why, why would I care? Uh, it's like basically like short shorts anyway. Um, <clears throat> I can't, I can't remember what, uh, oh, I was wearing, um, turtle underwear. They're just like turtles. Um, I call them my Tommy turtles, but, um, <laughs> So it wasn't like, you know, I don't know. I don't think I'd be embarrassed by any of my underwear, but um, anyway, so uh, we're like halfway there and we're making jokes about, you know, everything, but definitely my skirt. Um, and they're like, oh, don't, you know, if you drop any, cause we were handing out candy to the kids as the, as the parade people. And I don't know if you could tell, but this light is flickering like ever so slightly as, uh, I hope it doesn't bother you guys, but um, I don't know how to fix it. It just seems like, you know, but um, so they're like, don't, 
they're like, if you drop any candy, don't bend down to pick it up. <laughs> uh, and they, they said that joke like 45 times for some reason. But, um, I mean, it was funny. And, uh, but, you know. Anyway, so, uh, and then the lady who was like running everything and who gave me the, the uh, costume and stuff was like, wait, you have shorts under there, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then everyone started like laughing hysterically. And they're like, oh no, what have we done? Um, and I said what I said like earlier was like, what, like girls do this all the time and what, you thought I just had like shorts, you know, on, you think I made jorts out of my jeans or something? Like what, <laughs> what did you think happened? And she's like, oh, I should, I didn't think about it. I should have, you know, followed up or something. Uh, and I was like, well, yeah, it's your fault. So if anyone gets an extra special delight today, you know, they get a, that's what they get. So once we actually got to the parade, uh, it was, it was just me like handing out candy. Like, I don't, I thought it was especially generous. Like I thought people were just giving one piece of candy to the kids. But I was like, I'm just gonna, I won't get every single kid, obviously, but I'll make every kid that I give candy to happy because I'll just do a handful. And uh, and I was one of the last people to to um, run out of candy. And I was like, what, how did that happen? Are you guys like just dumping the bag in their face? Uh, but anyway, so, <clears throat> so I was handing out candy a bunch and um, I wasn't really like looking at everyone, I was just like looking for a kid that looked like he wanted candy or she wanted candy. Um, and I was just like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and that was really fun. And then once I ran out of candy, that's actually when it was even more fun, which I would, wouldn't think. I was afraid of running out because I didn't want to just walk and just be like, like the queen or something. Um, but, uh, but like, I had a genuine smile on. Like I was afraid I'd have to force a smile, but like I thought it was so ridiculous that I happened to go to Pete's this weekend during the parade and he happened to be, you know, part of this church that was in the parade and that they had this costume and they thought they picked this costume for me where I had a skirt and it was so ridiculous and that I would just be some guy from Pittsburgh, but also lived in Myrtle Beach, but happened to be in Lynchburg. Um, and just walking in a parade, like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and so I never didn't have a smile on my face and it was never not genuine. Um, it was just so absurd and cool. And I was afraid people wouldn't like wave back. They'd just be like, Okay, and um, but uh, like there was, you know, every section of people or whatever, there were people like either kids or parents were like, oh, hi, like trying to encourage their kids to, you know, be into it and stuff. And um, or it was just other people that were like genuinely happy to be there and were like, hey, thanks for being here, whatever. So, um, and then uh, no one really said anything funny or weird to me. Uh, there, two different times someone said, you gotta be cold, man. Um, which I 
that was weird. I guess there was their way of acknowledging that I was wearing a skirt and it was cold outside, but since I was walking, it wasn't, I didn't feel cold. I just like my blood was flowing, I guess. And it just, you know, I get, I get hot really easily. So I was comfortable actually, even though it was like right before it started, the sun went down uh, and I was like, oh crap. Like I'm wearing a skirt with just my undies underneath. I'm gonna be freezing and I'm freezing right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it worked out and, um, but I did like, <laughs> I now know what it feels like for girls to, to like get looked at or whatever. Um, not, you know, I wanna be careful here. Just that, <laughs> like I would wave to people and smile and then they would look at me and then look straight down like <laughs> what are you <laughs> why why there's other gladiators that wore like pants or something right um but uh but that, that's what i said on the way there i was like see it always pays off to stay sexy because <laughs> because if i wasn't sexy if i didn't stay sexy then i wouldn't be able to pull off this costume um <laughs> but uh <laughs> so yeah that was uh that was interesting that like people would like look at me and then look down or they would look down and then like see me waving at them and they'd be like huh <laughs> so that was that was exciting um there was one lady that like really gave me a look like she was like 60 plus and uh she she was like appalled but also like mm. <laughs> um i wish i could have like filmed it or something but um like i wanted to fully enjoy also i didn't have any pockets so i gave uh i gave my phone to um pete's girlfriend so she could hold it for me and um but i didn't i didn't even if i had my phone i probably wouldn't have like been like hey look I think that's so stupid and not in the moment um so uh there was like one of the best moments of my life that, that parade um and it's so weird and like such a fringe weird benefit of like knowing pete i guess um <laughs> but uh anyway um i'm paranoid that i'm gonna get shot now because the alarm went off but um yeah that was that was just like one of the funny, cool things that happened. Hey! Hey, it's looking for Chris. Uh, I don't know if he's here right now. Okay, I got some stuff for him. I'll leave it out on the bar. Okay, thank you. He didn't shoot me, but he did make me uncomfortable. Okay, also I was listening to this podcast that um, reminded me that uh, everyone has an unseen burden and um that's just nice to carry around with you knowing uh no like keep that in mind when you talk to people and like don't give them the benefit when you don't give them the benefit of doubt remind yourself that everyone's carrying an unforeseen unseen unforeseen too like you know we're all gonna go through something that's terrible and that's crazy to think about. Um, maybe collectively like a 9-11 deal or a pandemic deal. Um, 
or just like in their own life, like their mom dies tragically or something. Uh, and I don't know, just keep that stuff in mind. Um, it's so important. And kind of piggybacking off that same thing is everyone is doing their best. And even if that's not 100% true, 100% of the time, when you want to live in a world where everyone thought of it like that, like even even people that are like act out angrily or aggressively, it's just a defense mechanism because they were hurt before, you know? Like, it's just like, I don't want to say no one's responsible for their actions, but, you know, forgive them for their actions, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I could hear people being like, eh. <laughs> but uh, that's just how I feel. Uh, another fringe benefit of being a friend of Pete is that it's, uh, it's really fun to be silly with him. Um, and I, I wonder if he's like this silly with other people or it's just like the, our dynamic. But um, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what started it. And that's the best thing. So at the at uh, Anthony's um, play, you could write your own thing that you're that is worth living for. And uh, what I said was laughing really hard at things that are hardly funny. Um, and that and it, that thought came from this story that I'm about to tell. Um, I think Sarah was, his girlfriend was just um, like overwhelmed and kind of grumpy and stuff uh, because of work and whatever. Uh, so we're like trying to be extra silly for her. And um, and so he was like, oh, it'd be cool to put a, like put a candle on. I have like five candles here that I never use. So this would be a good time to use it. And um, and then we like, we're like, oh, this one that smells like this or the black cherry one or the tropical one. And, um, and then we just like, I think, I think the angle was like, we are taking the choosing of it really seriously, but in like a silly way, like realizing it's silly, but like being serious about it in a funny voice, like, hmm, you know, that one's not very fall and it's like fall right now. Um, and so when we finally chose one, <laughs> we got up and danced and went, candle time, candle time, candle time. And just like, <laughs> did that, like the weirdest, most energetic dance that like wasn't, you know, there wasn't any music, but like wasn't on beat and just like, <laughs> So, <laughs> that's a definite fringe benefit of being a friend of Pete's. Um, uh, so take more dance breaks, because we we did that. That was early in the in my stay there, and so we would call that back all the time when like we got to do something like was not super exciting but funny to be excited about. So it's like my nose is runny, so I have to. <laughs> So I have to use a Kleenex time and then just say it again. But it was just so long that it was so clunky and that that made it funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, so that that's what I'm telling to you. It's candle time. Take candle time breaks, take Kleenex breaks or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the last thing is um, 
another thing that I thought of a long time ago, like a week ago now, um, that I'm that I think it's good that I wait that those things I don't feel so strongly about them because it can be so heavy that um, I would portray it in a like gross kind of like hey you you're too you're being too emotional um, <clears throat> kind of way so I think I'm I think it's good that I had this revelation uh, like a, a week ago now um, and so I don't feel it as hard anyway so um, and I I should have looked at it before because I don't even know exactly what I mean by this but <laughs> I have so much respect for my ex um, and why is it that's what it, that's what it is okay so why is it not cool to be cool with your ex I think that's so stupid in my opinion maybe we talked about this before but why is it good to hate someone that you used to love why is this society is that like commonplace I don't I don't get that at all or is it the thing about we talked about this like how you have to hate someone to get over them um, I just think that's so lame um, I still have respect for all my exes um, and it's just so sad that it's not like cool or acceptable to just be like hey how are you you know and even say like I miss you without it being like hey let's get back together or like you know I guess it's not even like I missed you I missed the times that we had or I appreciate the times that we had together I don't know dude it's just like it's so I don't know people are so touchy I'm like the touchiest but like I, I think people are touchy and they don't accept that they're touchy and they don't want to open up that that wound again or something um I don't know I just think it's uh, I think it's not cool to not be cool um also is, is it I thought about is it weird to say my ex because does that give them too much power like my ex you know like shouldn't it be maybe an ex an ex an ex used to do this blah 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 um <laughs> an annex uh uh my an ex an ex annexed me from being in that relationship <laughs> okay that's the pun i want to end on thank you guys so much for watching i want to kiss every one of you on the forehead maybe on the, the tops of your your fingernails um <laughs> i don't know uh no seriously but I, i'm i'm really happy for you for you guys really happy that you guys uh watch and listen and it's actually picking up a little bit more momentum i think people are finally like believing that i'm real about this or something uh and it's like very minimum momentum but um like it's the momentum that i would want on my first episode but now it's like it was in touch with tommy nine uh the one that i put out most recently so um so maybe it is gonna you know snowball but we don't know um anyway so i love you guys please like and subscribe spotify youtube leave a comment apple 
you could write a review about what you liked about it or disliked about it. You don't do that. Um, uh, thank you. I'm so thankful because I keep thanking you. But uh, keep in touch and hope this made you think. That is a thumbnail. Okay. <laughs> okay, a little time.